We are back. We would like to remind listeners that back in 2002, our first year on the air here at KDVS, we confidently predicted that in the months to come, America was going to go to war in Iraq, regardless of the facts about that nation, which we hasten to add had nothing whatever to do with the 9-11 attacks on the United States. On a regular basis, we used to play Fredonia's Going to War from the Marx Brothers classic Duck Soup. And now, faced with a catastrophe in that part of the world, given the invasion and destabilization of the nation of Iraq, superimposed upon the attempt to overthrow the Assad government in Syria, well, as a result of those things, we, we now see Islamic fundamentalists running amok in the Fertile Crescent. Since the Iraq war was instrumental to all of these events, the Republicans have a bit of a problem in taking a stance on what we should do. Now, it's pretty obvious to the American public that George W. Bush's invasion of Iraq superimposed, as I say, on these more recent efforts to destabilize Syria, are responsible for the mess over there. Our, our presidential candidates and other politicians and other pundits in the media have a bit of a problem. And uh, one thing we're sure they're not going to admit to, which is what we accused them of back in 2002, manufacturing the need for a war out of thin air to benefit the war machine. It's amazing to me that people like the Washington Post even are, are talking about how, well, we may need to just go back in there and fix things up, which is, you know, about the worst idea ever. But we really have to hand it to Rachel Maddow for, uh, for taking this on on her program and uh, running a few clips and offering some insights that I think we will now repeat for you here on Radio Parallax. That is also what we are doing in American presidential politics right now when it comes to blithely finding some nice thing to say about the biggest disaster in American foreign policy, at least since Vietnam. Knowing what we know now, what would you have done? I would have not engaged, I would not have gone into Iraq. That's not to say that the world is safer because Saddam Hussein is gone. It is significantly safer. Turns out you can sell the sand, you know, there's that. Was the Iraq war a disaster? You know, Saddam's gone. Was it a mistake to go to war in Iraq? No, I don't believe it was. The world is a better place because Saddam Hussein doesn't run Iraq. Was it a mistake to go to war with Iraq? It was not a mistake, given the fact that what the president knew at the time. No, she didn't say that. She just said, well, was it a mistake? that's not the same question. The question I was asked is what you know now. Well, based on what we know now, I think everyone agrees. Was it a mistake? Still... Was it a mistake to go to war with Iraq? Uh, it's too di- it wasn't, I'm, I'm asking you just... Yeah, I understand, but that's not the same question. But I'm asking, but that's the question I'm asking you. Was it a mistake to it go It was to... not a mistake for the president to decide to go into Iraq, because at the time he was I'm, told... I'm not asking you that. I'm asking you... In hindsight. To... Yes. Well, the world is a better place because Saddam Hussein is not there. So, so was it I a wouldn't mistake characterize but I don't understand the question you're asking. I don't understand the question you're asking, whether we should have started, but Saddam's gone. That's good, right? Chris Wallace at Fox News confronted Marco Rubio on his evolution on this issue. The problem, though, uh, it is not whether or not Jeb Bush or Marco Rubio are good at talking about this, right? Whether they've figured out how to make sure they sound consistent as they answer it in different contexts and talking to different people about it. The the problem is not skill here, right? The problem is not whether these guys are good at answering the question. The larger problem is what is seen as the correct answer to this question. Because while Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio have been getting in trouble on style points, 
right, for, for not exactly knowing what to say and for supposedly flubbing this answer. These are the guys who have been judged by the commentariat and the Beltway media to be acing this question. I think it was a failure in many cases in the intelligence that was given to the president, to the Congress at the time. Knowing then what we know now, no WMD in Iraq, etc., was that the right decision to go to war? No, it wasn't. Um, now, I think President Bush made the best decision he could at the time, given that his intelligence community was telling him that there was WMD. If you care about the worst foreign policy disaster in a generation, and making sure that something like that does not happen again in our country. On the one hand, it's kind of exciting to be talking Iraq, right? I mean, it's kind of exciting to see everybody talking about George W. Bush's decision to invade Iraq and whether or not it was a good decision and what was right or wrong about that decision. It is, in one way, very exciting that this is finally a matter of high-level political discussion. It is also, at the same time, very disconcerting to see the Republican Party and, to a great extent, the Beltway Press settling in on an explanation for what happened in Iraq that is not at all what actually happened to start the war in Iraq. The war in Iraq did not start because of an intelligence failure. The war in Iraq was not a well-intentioned, understandable oops by an administration that had no idea the intelligence was so wrong. That's not what happened. When President George W. Bush stood up at the State of the Union and said Saddam Hussein was buying uranium in Africa, that was already a discredited claim within the intelligence community. When Vice President Dick Cheney said Iraq and Al-Qaeda were working together, when he said it was, quote, pretty well confirmed that one of the 9-11 hijackers, Mohammed Atta, had been meeting with Iraqi intelligence officials in Prague, he said that that was pretty well confirmed. It was not pretty well confirmed at all. Not only did it never happen, the intelligence community broadly did not believe that it had happened. But Vice President Cheney said it anyway, said it was pretty well confirmed, and who are we to question him? The Bush administration made a decision that they wanted to go to war in Iraq. They built a public case that they thought would provide a good pretext for going to war in Iraq. It was not the CIA that cooked it up, right? It was the political folks. I mean, they told us the smoking gun was going to be a mushroom cloud, that if we didn't invade Iraq, there was the possibility of an atomic blast in the West. Saddam had nuclear capability. When they wanted to sell that story about Saddam buying those aluminum tubes that he was supposedly using for his nuclear program, that lie was leaked from Vice President Cheney's office to a reporter at the New York Times named Judith Miller. She wrote the article based on what his office told her. After his own office had given her that information, Dick Cheney then went on Meet the Press and said, you know, it's been reported in the New York Times that Saddam has these aluminum tubes. Yes, we have to agree with Rachel Maddow. The whole thing is a lie, this idea that, well, we just had bad information. No, they manufactured bad information. As we reported contemporaneously on this program, those in the know said this whole weapons of mass destruction stuff was nonsense. Iraqi connections to al-Qaeda 9-11 were nonsense. And of course they were. Likewise, the whole bunch of crap about weapons of mass destruction. That about does it for today's program. Our thanks to Charles Mann for a most entertaining and informative discussion about his book, 1493. We hope we'll have him on again in the future. We hope you will tune in next week when we talk about some dirty politics in Washington, D.C., when we speak with author Henry Vinson about his book, 
Confessions of a DC Madam, The Politics of Sex, Lies, and Blackmail. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. I want to also thank the producers of The Rachel Maddow Show for that clip which we borrowed. Well said, Ms. Maddow. I'm Douglas Everett. This is Radio Parallax. We'll see you next week. I can't believe a word you say